Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in, everyone, to the early line. Live right here on SportsGrid on a Monday morning, I am Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie Wrightside on the heels of the All-Star game, the All-Star starting off the week. How you feeling, Donnie? Extra pep in my step here. This is the first week in a long time where this is an armchair quarterback Monday and pretty much getting that preview. And did you know people out there watching yesterday, another three weeks waiting, you know what you have? bracketology coming to a finish as we have selection mm-hmm. Sunday. Woohoo! the time goes fast, KW. It certainly does, and there is a lot to get to today. We begin with our 7-7 seven and seven top headlines with the All-Star Game last night in Cleveland. Team LeBron gets the win 163-160. to 160. It was appropriately ended on a LeBron fadeaway jump shot. This game saw Team Durant cover the total Depends when you got involved. Open at about 318.5, 319.5. Closed all the way up there at 324.5. LeBron James, though, Donnie moves to 5 0 as an all star captain. Yeah, one of the biggest moments in Cleveland history. And I wonder if LeBron James, even off the mic, screamed out there, Cleveland, this is for you. Like it really made up for it at that point here. But it was a great all-star game, 163-160 final. And take a look at those scoring quarters, Kevin. 47-45, 49-46, 45-45, and then 25-21. Yeah, we'll explain exactly how the fourth quarter went down. Mm -hmm. Also, listen up later today. Should we implement an Elam ending, Kevin, in every single all-star game? Interesting. Mm, already now intrigued for the final yeah. segment of the yep. show. Fast also forward. say uh, in terms of uh, LeBron, Cleveland on his way back, wild scenes from the King in the build-up to this game. We will unpack all of that. We'll also unpack Donnie Darts throwing on the board. Steph Curry, All-Star Game MVP, plus 750. No problem 50 points for Steph he made 16 threes and he entered he entered the last quarter like one three-point shot away basically from breaking Anthony Davis's all-star game record of 52 points and at the worst time he kind of went cold so he had to settle Donnie for just a 50 spot in the game's MVP yeah shame on the people out there that probably forgot about this play on Friday I certainly didn't forget about it watching it all the way through the all-star game and cheering Mm -hmm. it on there's no question in my mind K-Dub that Steph Curry was going to win the MVP and as we were talking pre-show here that's one MVP down I got another big one at the end of the season and another one at the end of the finals could be a sweep could be a treble for you soccer people out here 
Donnie, Donnie kick picks off and running here on a Monday morning. Some other big news in the NBA, though. Chris Paul, Donnie, a thumb injury picked up in the final game before the All-Star break against the Houston Rockets. And it looks like this could be a costly one here. Chris Paul's going to be out about six to eight weeks. He might have played his last game of the regular season for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, he might have. And also, Kevin, you try to take a look at this. When the, my initial thought process behind this, like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that just, just happened. This might be a blessing in disguise. Chris Paul, older guy, save those legs for the playoffs. This might work out in Phoenix's favor, actually, Kevin. There has been a shift when we talk about odds to win the championship. Phoenix had moved to their own line back, oh, not only in that market, but odds to the Western Conference with uh, Golden State at the same numbers in both of those markets. Also, this Chris Paul injury does have a big impact on the MVP market. Unfortunate there as the CP, you know, MVP train was going to be pushed along. But part of the reason we talked about the intrigue on Devin Booker, and we will be unpacking all of that here in today's show. We bring the radio audience into the fold. Appreciate all those tuned into Sports Grid Radio, listening to the early line on this Monday morning. I am Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie Wright. DRS, moving on to some NFL news here. The Steelers. Higher Brian Flores comes in as a, def a defensive assistant head coach and will also help with the linebacker group there. Brian Flores, though, does get a job during this coaching cycle. Yeah, it was interesting here to actually see that, not because Brian Flores got a job, because he rightfully should. I'm sure he probably could have been a defensive coordinator out there, but I thought this was one of those things where, you know, stepping away from the game for a year and, and seeing what was out there as a head coach. But football guys are lifers, man. They want to get in and they want to coach. You don't want to sit out if you don't have to. So it takes a job with the Steelers. And from a Steelers perspective, look, you can't have enough good football coaches. Brian Flores yeah. is a good football coach. I think, I think it fits perfectly there in Pittsburgh. I think it's a good landing spot for Flores if you weren't going to be a head coach, a part of that Pittsburgh organization. And certainly with that defensive talent there, it makes a lot of sense. We'll continue to unpack that. Also, a lot to get to in the college basketball world, Donnie. Some upsets, some top teams escaping, but not sure anything bigger than what played out between Wisconsin and Michigan. And it had nothing to do with the 77-63 result and everything to do with a scuffle at the end of the game. Juwan Howard threw a punch or an open hand or caress the head of a Wisconsin head coach. Got wild, though, Donnie, at the end of this game there with Jawan Howard and Wisconsin. Yeah, we're going to have some hot takes a little bit later in the show, but it was very surprising. You didn't have to be near a TV. As long as you were near your Twitter account or social media, you knew exactly what went down. It's going to be interesting to see how the Big Ten turns out with this, you know, I don't know, suspensions probably on the way, but we'll have some pretty hot takes a little bit later in the show today, so make sure you stay tuned. Yeah, there's a conversation, you know, Fire, suspension, Michigan looked like they maybe, oh, tournament run. We will get to all of that. I will also just mention Providence moved all the way up to, or was all the way up at eight. They'd lost to Villanova. Looks like it could be a nightmare. They escaped Butler by one in overtime. And then Auburn, a little vulnerable down the back stretch as they were upset by the Florida Gators. The SEC, though, as a whole, very impressive stuff. Be right back, talking all-star game next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Live on a Monday morning, Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright side here unpacking the top stories from the weekend. And we begin in Cleveland where the All-Star Game took place. And Team LeBron moved to 5-0 in the history of this event. LeBron has been a captain each time. He's won each time. But no cover this go around there. Laying the six points was not the way to go as Team Durant did cover the total Really, really depends when you did the shop in there again. That 318 and a half, 319 and a half open closed all the way up at 324 and a half. There were massive, massive swings on the live board there. Total well above 330 for a lot of the game when it was live. Steph led the way with an MVP trophy, scoring 50 points, almost taking down the record, setting every three point shot record uh, in this game's history. Uh, but Donnie, all in all, a really, really fun all-star game. No, it certainly was. And you got to be, it's, it's crazy when you look at it. We always know the all-star game, Kevin, is going to be high scoring. 163, 160. No surprise whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You had to do the calculate. You know, some of those you can usually in the NBA get like, oh, that's going to land at, you know, 221, 222. Sometimes these scores are so high, you still have to say, oh, let me just make sure that it's actually correct on how many points yeah. were scored in the game. But I got to tell you, a 50-point outburst in an all-star game where, you expect high scoring, obviously, with a total around that 320 range. Mm-hmm. But usually it's spread out across the board, right? You have like five or six guys vying for the MVP between like 20 and 25 points. And who had, you know, rebounds, who had a big shot at the end of the basketball game. Not the sense here. You take a look, Steph Curry in an all-star game. He shot 30 times in an NBA all-star game. 50 overall points, 17 of 30 from the field, but 16 of 27. I don't know what's more impressive, Kevin. The fact that he made 16 three-point shots or the fact that he shot 27 of them. Now, this would have got really interesting if Steph said, yeah, I still got the green light, ends up with 35 points, but was only like, I don't know, 9 of 27. Be like, Come on, Steph, stop shooting, man. You're hogging the ball. <laughs> but when it's going through, everybody in the audience and attendance is going, shoot, just keep shooting to see if we can have something historic here. What a night, a 50-burger here. Amazing performance by Steph Curry in the All-Star game that some people predicted would happen here. Yeah, I mean, it's tremendous. Donnie said the cover for Team Durant, the Steph uh-huh. Curry All-Star game MVP. I was mocked. I had to tell you, there was <laughs> you, you certainly were mocked. No doubt about it. There was a boost on the FanDuel Sportsbook. You want to talk about what makes sense, what fits the iframe? 
LeBron, Giannis, Embiid, and Steph Curry to combine for 100 points, Donnie, with a plus 300 payout in this game. And Steph gave you half of it. Giannis gave you 30. LeBron gave you 24. And that didn't even include Joel Embiid's 36 points on Team Durant. It would be nice if the captains for both teams were actually actively available for the games. It's not a shot at Durant being injured, but I'm saying this as a LeBron guy. It's a big-time edge that Team LeBron always has LeBron and that Team Durant never has Team Durant. It's just something to consider when we're setting up this format next year. But I think, Donnie, in our next segment, we'll talk about formats and what might change and what might need to change. They've got the all-star game down, man. I really feel like... I, I enjoy the draft, even if we've yet to see anyone be able to draft next to LeBron, which is really interesting that apparently he's the only one that knows how to draft All-Stars. Pretty simple. Take the best players. He just he seemingly is much better at that than everybody else. But the Elon Manning, and I know you're going to talk a lot more about this uh, when we hit Listen Up, but it's been a roaring success, Donnie. It's existed for three years, and two of the three... It, the game has been ended on the final possession, a game winner. That's the design. It's worked wonderfully here. And it's made for a lot of interesting ways to bet this when we talk about props, totals, and sides throughout the game. Yeah, there is. And also, a quick point here, as you said, like LeBron James, very good at drafting his team, 5-0 and in these outputs. But also, if we go back, let's just say that we had the same type of format as opposed to East-West, which I still think is a better format overall. But Michael Jordan drafting players, what would, would he be 0-5 because he just doesn't know how to select talent, K-Dub? I mean, that's probably where we're at at this point here. But getting back to the game itself, and the question I want to bring up, because we you know, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed on All-Star Weekend. I can't <laughs> wait to get to that segment because it's been building for years and years and years. And finally, people might be coming over to my side. But the Elam ending in basketball. Now, if we take a look at the four major sports here that have all-star games, all-star weekends, NHL horrendous to me. The NFL Pro Bowl is in dead last, and it's not even close at this point. So that leaves us with Major League Baseball. It still has some semblance of a real game. And then you have the NBA. I got to tell you, I think you get everything out of the NBA all-star game because we'll talk a little bit later. We're going to have the listen-up segment about you know Elam endings and all the sports. But I think you get the mm-hmm. best of both worlds, Kevin, in the NBA all-star game. You get all the talent the high flying, the wide open three-point shots, and then you get a real basketball game in the fourth quarter with the best players on the planet. I think it works out phenomenal because the always the issue was the NBA All-Star game is nobody really cares, but it's fun because they're dunking and it's a lot of points. And I understand that. But now that you get three quarters of a lot of fun and a serious fourth quarter, I think it works perfectly. I really do. I think what you're saying, it, it checks every box. You get yes. to watch Steph hit 16 threes. Mm-hmm. You get John Morant dunks. And it, you know, we'll play right into Donnie's hand in the next segment. That were significantly better than anything that we saw on uh-huh. Saturday. It was, it was a tremendously fun game. That in the fourth quarter, the screws tighten. Legitimately, the best players in the world are all actually playing defense, trying to ice out a game, and that's what you want. That's what you're looking for from an all-star game. It's fun. It's competitive. They show out. They care. And the other sneaky part that they do have within this all-star game is the 
reward for winning a quarter. Now, the prize money is all going to charity, but these guys, you can still tell in the final moments of each quarter. Now, only with about a minute left, they then will start to tighten up. I actually did play under 324 and a half, and I was screaming, like, keep mm. Jimmy Butler in the game because Jimmy Butler is legitimately out there like, perfect, this is what I do, and he's just locking up out there and hardly doing any bit of, sh like, Jimmy Butler was only one of two, but it felt like he, like, missed eight shots or something like that because it was all defense from Jimmy Butler here. But also, just kind of talking about lessons, Donnie, for next year because one really interesting thing is they did have listed point props, and it's one, like, first of all, I don't know if they can ever hang Giannis like under a 30 spot. Like he was far from the star in this game and still just found his way to a 30 piece there. But also, if you can ever find a guy on an island in the way that Joel Embiid was. Because Don, if you go through, who are the best players in this game, right? Giannis, yeah. LeBron, Steph, Jokic, Doncic, Embiid. Well, the first five are all on Team LeBron. Embiid was out there, Donnie, with that points prop under 25. I mean, he gave you 36 points. He shot the ball 20 times. Like, he was, which I also love it, he was 3-for-3 three three from the line. Joel Embiid, more free throws than Team LeBron. Like, I don't even know how this guy's <laughs> drawn free throws in an All-Star game. No, it's pretty crazy. It was there nine total free throws in a game that finished 163-160, which yeah. is amazing to begin with. But I think your point's pretty valid here because if you're trying to look at Joel Embiid on that island and you look at the other team, but what up today? You know, Rudy Go no, Rudy Gobert was on Joel Embiid's team. So it wasn't even like, hey, I'm gonna have some mm -hmm. fun trying to shut this big man down and we'll go one on one a couple times down the court. Didn't really have too much resistance out there. And he performed well, 36 and 10. If I would have told you before this game ever tipped off, Joel Embiid's gonna go for 36 and 10, you'd say, boy, he's walking off easy easily with the all-star game mvp and yet Giannis goes for 30 and 12 and steph drops 50 points in this game well you had everything here but the old crystal ball if you left out some of the details would have you going down the wrong direction with joel and b being the mvp lastly on this the totals will continue to be so interesting to me as long as we stick and we're going to stick with the elam the elam ending there in that you know everybody like they they had them posted on the FanDuel Sportsbook. 92 and a half, 92 and a half, 92 and a half, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. And then basically the fourth quarter is under a 50 spot there. And the way this game played out, you had 92, 93, then a flat 90. The, the max point scored was going to be 327 when you enter the fourth quarter. Creates such an interesting game to bet on. Interesting Saturday, no doubt. We'll hit that next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Now, you would think, you would think, if you tell the people, go to the window, plus 750, all-star game MVP, that would be your favorite moment of all-star weekend. Uh And yet I know that Donnie's biggest victory was not on Sunday. Mm -mm. No, no, no. His biggest victory was Saturday night. I sit there excited, basement brigade all out. Ready to watch the dunk contest. Cole Anthony comes out to get back, get back, get back. Dude. Throws the Tims on. We're about to have ourselves an event, an evening. And everything that followed was without a shadow of a doubt. The worst dunk contest in the history of the dunk contest. I have thoughts. I have takes. I have suggestions, but I don't get to go first here, Donnie. A victory lap, a celebration is yeah. yours, my friend, on the worst dunk contest we have ever seen. Yeah, and now let's get to the crux of the argument here, right? So you see, you know, Cole Anthony got there throwing the Tims. Why well, wouldn't to throw on the bricks and throw myself into the Delaware River and sink <laughs> to the bottom of it because that's how bad this dunk competition was. But I warned you people. I warned you people for years that this was going to take place, and I was laughed at, particularly by my co-host here on the network, when I said to no myself, doubt. if you want people to watch and if you want excitement that's going to take place in this game, you must have the stars. But, Donnie, how are you going to convince the stars to come out here? i got to tell you. In my DMs yesterday, I did have Adam Silver saying, Donnie, rescue us. We've been hearing you all along here, and we're finally ready to break this down. Here's what we do, and hear it again for the ninth time. Next year at the All-Star break, two weeks on NBA.com, you open up the floodgates. Who do the people want to see in a dunk contest? And you take the top four guys. It might be Chris Paul. It might be LeBron James. It might be Giannis in this. You might even need to bring back Michael Jordan out of retirement along with Dr. J. But let's just say you have the top four. And you said LeBron James was voted number one to be in this dunk contest. And if LeBron James declines to be in the dunk contest, 10-game suspension unpaid with an apology letter to the fans that he let down because he would have to admit he doesn't care about the fans. Now, will it ever get to this time, Kevin? Probably not. But I'm telling you right now, everybody laughed at me when I said the dunk contest needs to come around once every 25 years if this is the case, Kevin. Now, it is difficult to start an argument against Donnie when he can say, no, 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 no. Watch what happens Saturday. And that's going to leave me quite powerless in this potential debate. Let me then try and soften the blow by saying, there is no doubt about it, this was actively an embarrassment for the league. Some people were upset with Reggie Miller and Dwayne Wade for being critical of the dunk contest. Listen, no, 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 no. I have no problem taking shots at commentators. 
What did you want them to do? Pretend this was good? Two straight dunk contests, we haven't been able to get a 50 dunk. Do you know how easy it is to get a 50 dunk for the best athletes in the world? Just make it on your first try. Since 2001, we at least had one perfect dunk every single dunk contest before these last two years. But where this fell apart is, again, folks, dunks, dunks, dunks. The dunkers, Donnie, went 7 for 25 in the first round. Under 30% on their dunks in the first round. Did anybody practice what they were going to do? Had Cole Anthony ever bothered to put the pair of Tims on before? Had Josh Christopher ever thrown a basketball off the side of the backboard? What? Like, Obi Toppin, who rightfully won this, by the way, slammed the basketball off the backboard the first two times he tried to do the off-the-backboard dunk as if he had never tried it before in his life. It was insane to watch this play out. And I've said this to Donnie throughout the buildup. A lot of times, the dunk contest gets to a point where we, hey, we got to get rid of this, got to get rid of this, got to get rid of this. And then Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon swoop in and save the entire thing, right? A lot of people say, we need to close with the three-point contest. Look, you could take this dunk contest, you could put it last, you could put it first, you could put it at halftime of the All-Star game, you could put it on YouTube TV. A disgrace is a disgrace, and this was a disgrace. Change needs to happen, Donnie. I don't know if they're going to suspend the best players in the NBA if they don't accept their invitation, where it would be the same four guys who would win the vote every single year. I definitely do think, though, the NBA could cough up some coin, put a significantly bigger prize pool out there to push some stars into this and not who, who, huh? And who do you play for? Filling out the four draft slots. No, you're, and you're right about this. And the dunk contest is still a big deal. They still get big sponsorships. And it closes down All-Star Saturday night, which is supposed to be the main event. But it gets away from that. And I have to honestly tell you, it, it's not the dunkers, Kevin. Because let's just say, well, how do you improve this? Well, let's just take it out of the NBA's hands. We're going to get the four best dunkers on the planet. Oh, like, out, like I'm not terrible. even talking about players, Kevin. Exactly. I'm just talking about regular guys off the street who could do 720 windmills and dunk. The fans would be like, after like, oh, that's cool, but... I don't know who this guy is. Just having superstars with names in there is what the kids want to see. I don't say kids. I'm 44 years old. I would like that. Give me, you know, top 10 talent in the NBA dunking. Even if the dunks weren't that spectacular, you see your superstars out here having a lot of fun. Like, even something so stupid to say, like, Steph Curry is going to be in the dunk competition. You still would tune into that. Let me see what Steph – oh, I didn't know Steph had some bounce right there, even if it wasn't that great of a dunk. Because even going way back in the day, the Muggsy Bogueses, you had a guy that's 5'4 out here, absolutely skying up there to dunk. That is fun stuff to watch him play out because it adds intrigue. We're never, Kevin, going to get back to the days of Dominique Wilkins versus Michael Jordan in Chicago where every single dunk, the entire building was on its feet, absolutely going wild, even though Jordan did have his foot over the line. Let's not you know, go back and change history here as if he dunked it from the actual <laughs> mid-stripe of the court. But you know, a little bit going back and forth here, if the stars play, and maybe it is, you're right, because these guys make so much money, and it almost feels like LeBron James doesn't do it, hasn't done it over his career. I would he do it like one time. I'm, I'm not even sure about this. Where He's it's like, never done it. Oh, it will hurt my 
Yeah, exactly. Hasn't done it. Well, I mean, it'll hurt my brand if I don't win the dunk competition. That's not what it's really about. Wouldn't you love to see LeBron James go out there and throw? I mean, LeBron James throws down dunks in a layup line with his son, but seemingly can't do it here at the All-Star game. Just put stars in this. That'll correct it itself. Oh, there's no more innovative stuff. Like Vince Carter basically ended all dunk competitions 20 years ago with one of the most amazing competitions, which you're probably never going to level up. But you can't tell me if stars are in the competition, people will always tune in, Kevin. And here's the thing. A lot of times, Donnie, like the the Michaels and the Kobe's, they did it when they were very young. Like the window passed on LeBron. He didn't do it when he was young. True, then he spent, he spent like an entire month pretending he was going to do it in Dallas. Like basically had nothing but 50s every single pregame when he was in Miami doing like pregame dunk contests by himself. And I was like, nah, I'm good. It was all very odd. But remove that. LeBron's never going to do the dunk contest, Okay. That, it would be his 20th season in the NBA. We're just going to have to get over it. It's not going to happen. But, Donnie, like, next year, it's in Utah. Donovan Mitchell can't do the dunk contest. Like, he certainly can do the dunk contest. The NBA can't call John Morant and Zion Williamson and say, name your number, and we will pay you that number, and you can go to the dunk contest. Because, like, in some way, Donnie, lost is how good the ratings would be if you put stars back in this. I mean, does Steph Curry, by the way, not like Juan Toscano Anderson? I mean, Steph was four, was four feet away from him. He couldn't get Steph to come out there and just throw him a lob or something. I mean, listen, Juan, listen, and I know, Don, we were joking about this, but like Juan Toscano Anderson tried to do the elbow in the rim dunk and couldn't get high enough. I, I mean, folks, listen, I'm not saying that I can get high enough. But I'm not in the dunk contest. I mean, that's a tough, tough look for the deal there. I just think it's one of those things, Don, where the NBA, and you don't need, by the way, a fan vote. We all know who we would want to see in this. Draw up your list and just call every one of them, ask the price, and figure out the allotted budget that you would have to make the dunk contest good. Because the dunk, as you, Donnie, Part of the reason the John Morant dunks are exciting is, one, because he's unbelievable, but it's because he's John Morant. Like, that's exciting. Put stars in the dunk contest, and you'll fix this. Yeah, but you know what's even simpler? Like, we see, like, the Pro Bowl. Remember the Pro Bowl activities that they had, which we laughed at? What is this? What kind of nonsense is this? But you have to actually be in the Pro Bowl to participate in that. How about if NBA All-Star Weekend only dealt with, Kevin, yeah. the people that made the All-Star Game? How much more interesting would that be if every single person competed in the dunk competition? Every single person competed in the three-point, you know, competition, the skills competition? I think the ratings would go up. And, you know, outside of we were having some fun here on Friday night and in play sports tonight watching the – you know, so-called celebrity game, which didn't have a lot of celebrities in it. Seems like All-Star Weekend needs a little bit of a revamp. But having said this, yeah. like All-Star Weekend needs a revamp. But the NBA All-Star game itself now used to be like the afterthought. Like, ah, it doesn't mean much. It's not that fun. And we're looking forward mm -hmm. to the skills competitions on Saturday night. Now it's almost a role reversal where the game is the end-all, be-all. It's like, man, Saturday night really lost its luster. And so the interest and what Donnie just said there is a really, really good point. We'll button up Saturday probably in the next segment. But the NBA has been trying to fix things. Saturday was the star, and then Sunday we'd all just kind of, you know, everyone would just go and mess around, lay up show, waste of time, right? All right, we got to fix Sunday. We got to fix Sunday. They fixed Sunday. The Rising Stars game. They didn't know what they were doing anymore. It was U.S. versus international. It was rookies, sophomores. It was east-west. Nobody knew what was going on. 
They fixed that Rising Stars game. If you watch the Rising Stars on Friday, that was really, really good stuff there. By the way, Precious Chew with the funniest moment of the entire weekend. Can they fix Saturday? Three-point contest is good. Skills challenge was nuts. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Closing out the Saturday from All-Star Weekend. We'll get some good stuff for hot or not. Donnie, we saw the new Rising Stars format. I thought it was a Mm big-time success. Uh, Two teams of seven playing to 50, uh, and then a final game going to 25. The one thing I will say about the game that was very impactful, in, in my opinion at least, Team Isaiah's best player, Anthony Edwards, maybe the best player of the 28, just didn't play. Went went out there for the first, like, three minutes of the first game. Couple layups. See you later. Which not only, Donnie, like, took their best player away. Now they had one less player. I thought that was a little bit surprising that it played out that way. But the format was so good. There were people saying, should Sunday adopt it? Now, Sunday ended up being phenomenal, so that won't happen. But I thought the Rising Stars format is definitely here to stay. No, and here's why it's here to say, Kevin. Uh, forget about even the games itself, how entertaining they were. Just look at the final scores. The objective is just not have one team go out there and not care and get blasted by 25. In the semifinals games, 50 to 49, 50 to 48, and in the final, 25 to 20. That's all you want. All you want are superstar caliber players out there having fun, playing hard in a competitive environment. And you got that. So if you're looking moving forward and you're going to tell the NBA, like, hey, we don't know how it's going to work out, but those are the final scores and this is how it turned out, that's an A-plus performance here. There's a lot we can wreck on All-Star Weekend, but when you're talking about mm-hmm. when players want to play, have fun, and be competitive, that's a win in all environments. Carl Anthony Towns won the three-point contest with the longest odds, 12-1. to 1. And, Donnie, you know this. We talked about this on yeah. this show, on radio, all week long. The 12-1 to 1 was like, oh, he's seven feet. I'm sure he can't shoot. Donnie, the fourth-best three-point percentage of anybody in the contest. They had first-round over-unders. 
His was 19 and a half. Everybody was was in the, you know, everyone else was in the 20s. And then he sets the record for the best closing round of all time. I'm not sure they're ever going to post another guy at a 12 to 1 price unless, you know, the Antetokounmpo's check into this. <laughs> yeah, Thanasis for three, which we'll talk about in just a little bit here. But you're right about this. I mean, it's a lot different, though, Kevin, when you take a look at, like, betting an NDA spread during a game or you want this guy to oh, shoot uh, over four and a half threes when he takes one three a game. It doesn't make too much sense. But when you get into a three-point shooting contest, Everybody, there's no jokes in that. Like everybody is there to win it, and it's shooting a mm-hmm. basketball. And just as well you play golf or do anything else in life, if you're a good shooter, which they all were, and you get hot, you have a legitimate chance to take it down. Now, obviously, if you're looking at like a Steph Curry perspective, Larry Bird back in the day, sure, they're going to be favorites entering into it. But the difference, Kevin, I think for what you're saying is like, let's just say from one to 10 is not as big as you would think because all of these guys can shoot, and it just takes you getting hot and being in rhythm. And that's what Carl Anthony Towns did, took down a big ticket here. And I'm sure the most people watching that, we had different, like, different bets who was going to win it. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of people out there that just looked at that 12 to 1 or so, Kevin, at the FanDuel Sportsbook and said, Let's throw a couple dollars down on this along with my favorite play. I know a lot of people probably did that. It's it's funny. So, you know, I was, wa- was watching it, and I was with my dad, and he's like, he's like, what was his odds? I'm like, it was 12-1. He goes, oh, that's one of those you just put, you know, your last 10 bucks in the account on that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, my, 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 like my dad's got the – yeah, he yeah. yeah he's he's been around the block a couple of times. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Uh, closing it out though, Donnie, with Saturday. And again, we'll get to hot or not the skills challenge. Mm-hmm. Now, I have one takeaway, other than the Antetokounmpo's should be forced in this event every single year, even yes. if you have to add an additional team because of how funny it all was. But Donnie, the point I made all week long about team rookies. Everyone's like team rookies. How how could this team not win? Yeah. And I meant this with respect. There's no way the people who felt yeah. like that, this is so rude, but it is, there's no way you read the rules. There's no way people laid minus 135 on a half court shootout. Yeah. They went, they, first of all, they almost didn't make, by the way, the final game. Half court shootout. Yeah. Cade Cunningham hits it in Tade seconds. Evan Mobley says, thanks for trying, hits it in five seconds. Team Cavs wins two to one. Again, if the skills challenge format remains, which I think there's a decent chance it does, I feel like maybe they make an exception, get Leangelo Ball in the mix, get the Ball family out there next year maybe. But, Don, there's no way we ever see another minus money price in this event. No, too much luck in that environment. By the way, are we going to also next year, I will petition the league, as I like to already trying to change the dunk competition rules, to just have a chest passing competition, including the Antetokopos. That would be sensational stuff to try to watch and see it play out there. But I think we're going to get to the most fun part of the skills competition right now, though. The well, there was the the spinny wheel of death, Donnie. Was that your was that your favorite part when they they had to run to the corner three? What was your favorite part of the skills competition? Like you didn't even have to watch it, but just watch the highlights where they had some big billboard in front of you from three point range. It was basically like if you know the Cavs can actually compete by just making one three point shot or. It was the NASA. I mean, this is what we wanted. On When we were talking about the skills competition, we said it. Like, yeah. if this turns into a jump-shooting environment, and my favorite part of the night was if you could just slow it down and maybe make an NFT. The NASA's pulling up for three knowing he has, has absolutely 
zero chance at making that, missing the shot badly, but his facial expression didn't didn't turn over. Like, hey, man, what do you want? I just threw a brick up there, and we just lost this competition. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what we yeah. wanted out of it. So for me, I would actually push the buzz and no, slow this down. He missed that so poorly. He's going to move on to the next round because I wanted to see, yeah. like, you know, three-point shooting, half-court shooting by these, these guys. I would have loved to see that there, Giannis, with his scolding his brothers out there. Why can't you help me out in this competition? It was also great, though, because there's no way the Antetokounmpo's understood the rules. It was no. first to make a three-point shot. The yes. Cavs send out Darius Garland, and Team Antetokounmpo sent out their worst shooter. I mean, there's literally no way they understood the rules so because they were trying. Like, they didn't want it to be over. Was it he just was... trying to get his brother some shine, though? Like, hey, finesse. No, I'm you know, telling you. Like, Donnie, because on the broadcast, they're like, oh, what a great idea. The broadcast didn't understand the rules. They go, this is great. Thanasis will lose to Garland, and then you've got Giannis and Alex against the two bigs, and maybe they'll win. So Thanasis brick, Garland swish, and they're like, Team Cavs wins. Everyone's like, huh? Who wins? No one knew the rules. It was so, so phenomenal. If Thanasis would have banked that yeah. in from three-point range, that would have just that oh. would have shattered records at it. That would have been tremendous. Also, like, the other two teams hit the half-court shot, right? Ten seconds, yes. five seconds. Like, the Antetokounmpo's might still be out there, it just feels like, the way that, yes. that those, those guys uh -huh. were letting it fire. It was tremendous stuff. Speaking of Team Cavs, they'll be in this event next year with LeBron, maybe? I mean, folks. Now, this was a really interesting weekend of news because for myself, a noted LeBron guy, the story comes out, LeBron might not finish his career with the Lakers. Not surprising. LeBron might walk back to Cleveland. Sure. LeBron wants to play with Bronny. What's the story? Basically, though, for those that missed it, LeBron just openly said, yeah, I'm not closing the door on a Cleveland return. LeBron said, my last season, no doubt, will be playing alongside my son wherever he is. Interesting. So all of a sudden now, Donnie, LeBron has this year and then one more season left on his Laker contract. Has a lot of people wondering, what's next? How's this for a hot or not? The Lakers should trade LeBron this offseason. Yeah, I'm going to say not on this overall, but I got to tell you, like we, we were messing around like memes and short videos like DJ Khaled in the middle of a forest, you know, in the river, having lunch or whatever he's doing with a, with a little glass of wine standing. That was Laker Nation right there going, now hold on here. Mm -hmm. This is in Cleveland, and all I'm hearing is Sam Presti's the best GM of all time. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter what the Lakers are doing. Once Bronny gets in the league, I'm out of here. And oh, yeah, boy, I would love to finish my career in Cleveland. And now hold on now. We're under 500 right here, so you already checked out on the season. Right now, it was kind of interesting because again, I wasn't watching these all the way through. I just heard the sound bite, so I don't know if it was prefaced by going, Look, I'm playing with the Lakers here, it's my favorite place in the world. I never want to leave, but it would be interesting to think about Cleveland on the way out the door playing with Bronny. This basically was uh, LeBron, you play for the Lakers. I play for the I do play for the Lakers. I don't know, man, I forgot to play for the Lakers because boy, I would love to be in Cleveland and I would love to play for my son and also playing with my son anywhere he is at. What does that mean? If he just makes it to, like, the G League, he's going to go finish his career in the G League. It was very interesting here. But, you know, getting back to the hot or not, look, LeBron James is the draw. LeBron James, as long as you can have him on your team, is good for business. And that's what Genie and the Bus and the mm -hmm. Lakers do. Like, hey, we're the Lakers here. We need superstars. So trading him in the offseason to reset the Los Angeles Lakers doesn't make a lot of sense. But I got to tell you, as a Laker fan out there, we were just in Los Angeles. 
just kind of interesting. Hey, let me sit back and watch the All-Star game. Hey, LeBron just keeps on saying how better the GMs are across the league, how he wants to play his son, doesn't matter where mm-hmm. it is. And, oh, yeah, I would like to be back in Cleveland. Not a great look because if the Lakers, Kevin, were the number one seed overall right now, hey, LeBron, have some fun out there. Yeah, talk that smack. We're going to win another NBA championship. But this just didn't ring you know, true to me over here of his, you know, hey, let's get to Cleveland. He, he had a great line. The one thing, again, like if you're a LeBron fan, it's very enjoyable if you're honest about some of the nonsense that he does. And, God, he closed one of the quotes by saying, like, yeah, I don't even know when I'm free. Man, if you think LeBron James does not know when his contract oh, is man. up, man. Like one of the most like easy to find out things in the history uh-huh. of the world. Yes. Now, there's a couple of things to unpack with all of this, all right? And the Bronny angle, we'll, we'll maybe get to in the closing segment. First of all, should they trade him? Absolutely, unequivocally, no. Unless the Lakers want to go right back to the basement. Now, you might hear that and say, what? The Lakers in the basement? Yes. LeBron pulled that organization out from the depths of the NBA. The Lakers, after they made the postseason with Kobe, proceeded to rip off 27-55. and 55. 21 and 61, 17 and 65, 26 and 56. They were terrible, awful. There's a reason they had the number two overall pick basically every single season. If you trade LeBron, you also have to trade Anthony Davis. Do not think, oh, but well, I mean, surely they'll be able to just land a bunch of free agents. You think? Because they were supposed to land every free agent every single offseason. Until LeBron came, they basically couldn't even get meetings with people. Durant was like, nah, I'm good on all of that there. I don't want to talk to the Lakers. I'll talk to Golden State there. The Lakers were striking out every single time. And do you think it's going to help them the next go around in a big free agency meeting when they have to answer, why did LeBron force his way off of your basketball team? No. That's not going to help. So obviously, they shouldn't trade him. So what do they do? Oh, I don't know. Stop worrying about a 2027 first-round pick. One side note, clearly LeBron doesn't make every decision. Otherwise, that pick would be on literally any other roster in the NBA. But, Donnie, a lot of people praising the Lakers. What a great job not getting rid of the 2027 first-round pick. Yeah? It's a great job to bother LeBron to the point that he's now spent an entire weekend thrashing Rob Palenka and and putting the screws to the organization. I'm not so sure that's the case there. All in all, the Lakers season is going to be what it is. We'll see how it goes. We'll see when AD gets back. We'll see. But Donnie, this coming off season, if that group just kind of sits there and says, yeah, man, so what? This is the roster? That's a big mistake, man. No, it certainly is. And I guess you can see the first, you know, shot across the bow here by LeBron James being passive aggressive, saying how much he would enjoy playing with his son and, and in another city altogether, as opposed to being a Los Angeles Laker. But that was probably calculated by LeBron. So it did get everybody's attention, including mine at this point, and maybe gets the Lakers' attention in the offseason. Hey, look. I'm probably out of here pretty soon unless you start turning these tables and getting me even more players to work with so I can get some more championships. Also, he has a no-trade clause. Like, the Lakers aren't going to, like, hey, man, like, you better accept this deal to Oklahoma City. Like, no. 
I don't accept it. Like, it's, it's not going to happen. All right, we'll be right back here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Closing out our number one, Ronnie Talk. Now, here is the thing, and I said this years ago. People said, who's the future face of the NBA? Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Zion, Giannis. And I told people, I go, no, it's going to be Bronny. Like, what? What? And just historically ask yourself this, Donnie. Who is the best player? We did the 75 team yesterday, right? Who is the best player ever to have a kid in the NBA? Like Rick Barry, right? Gary Payton in the mix. LeBron James is, by anyone who has any self-respect, a top five player in the history of the sport. As the face of the NBA now for basically two decades, and his kid might walk into the NBA. Now, the odd thing is, we don't know how good Bronny is. We don't know if he's a lottery talent. We don't know if he's a first-round talent. We don't know if he's a fringe second-round pick. We don't know if he's a G League talent. But if drafting Bronny gets you LeBron, who it basically seemingly is going to be an all-star every single year he plays, I guess Bronny's going to be a lottery talent when the time comes for him to be drafted? I don't think so, though, because even though NBA teams are, boy, we'd love to get LeBron James here, but what are you getting, a 40-year-old LeBron James? It's not like you're getting a 31-year-old LeBron James. You can say, hey, we're going to draft Bronny. You guys will be a package deal. We'll sign you both the five-year contracts, and off we go into the sunset. That's the interesting part. And also, I don't know if it was a LeBron James saying whatever NBA team gets him. What happens if he's not good enough for the NBA? Which, again, you can make a lot of money overseas, and he ends up in Slovakia. Does LeBron James then go play in Slovakia with his son? It's a lot of stuff that has to turn out here. But the one thing we do know, Ronnie's a pretty good basketball player. There's any NBA talk here. LeBron James, as his dad, saying, I'm going to play for a year or two with him, whatever NBA city he gets drafted by. That might be enough to entice a smaller market owner to say, you know what? I'll take you up on this, LeBron. Well, one, I think part of the reason LeBron is doing this, Donnie, is to ensure he his son ends up in the NBA 
and not in, you know, the Greece, right, in the Greece League. But two, even if Don, like, the seventh pick doesn't want him, a contender trades up. I take Bronny and I get LeBron. Gets interesting. Hour number two, next. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.